0: A quote from James Gunn about streaming services. It's a terrible, terrible thing for films because we're eating ourselves. People go to movies, big, huge films that suck. They feel ripped off and then they go and watch Netflix. The thing is, when you buy a ticket for a movie, you either win or lose. If the movie's bad, you've lost two hours and some money. If the movie's good, you win two hours. You go watch two episodes of a TV show on Netflix. If you lose, you lose two hours, but if you win, you gain 32, 60, hundred hours of something that you enjoy. The win-loss ratio is very different.
1: everyone to the Punk Rock Horror Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Cody. And today we're here to remind you that even though things are still a little bit rough, just just wear your mask. Just do it. Come don't, on. Don't make a video out of it. Don't make a weird man.
0: Yeah, the, if you wear, just wear the mask for a few months, then we may never have to wear them again.
1: May never have to wear them again.
0: <laughs> like, it's it's crunch time right now. We can
1: do it. Like we can pull ourselves together. Halloween's around the corner, man. You you think people are joking about wanting to murder you if if they can't do celebrate Halloween? They're not. Yeah, it's man. A huge oh deal.
0: my God, I cannot imagine if Halloween is quote unquote canceled this year.
1: There's, it's just Dude. weird. it's just fucking weird stuff. <laughs> I all know. Around, man.
0: Like think about it. This year, all the major drinking holidays were on or are close to the weekend. Yeah. Like, and it's been canceled all year. Yeah. Pull your shit together (laughs) and just wear the fucking mask. You know what? Use the mask as prep for Halloween. Yeah. Everyone loves Halloween, everyone does. So use it as prep for it make right. your mask decorate it like Halloween shit let's just make it Halloween till Halloween <laughs> make, and wear masks and make it, and make it cool the rest of this year. yeah exactly you know what fucking wear your costumes if that makes you feel better wearing the mask you know why no one's gonna care cause it's a fucking pandemic and no one's gonna care Look, if you're wearing if,
1: it if you, were, if you work in an office fucking go go dressed as you know the fucking like, per, like, like whoever you want to dress as and your boss asks you well, why, why aren't you wearing proper attire yeah, so, Why are you like, dressed as sub-zero? Like, hey, look, man, there's an invisible enemy going around that may or may not kill me. I don't know. This could be in the world. I don't think it is, but I'm not going to take my chance wearing just another white shirt today. So duh, so excuse me if I want to dress like Rainbow Bright right now. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Just whatever you want. Just yeah. uh, fucking I don't know, man. I I would be cool with it if it's like Halloween the rest of the year. I mean, yeah. why not, man? We're we're it, uh, It's
0: crazy enough times. Might as well just like costume it up, right? Just do it. Like, come on. Come on. Like, let Businesses Let your employees costume it up. Like, what's going to be more interesting? Everyone being very angry, they have to wear, like, their cloth mask and just be like, you know, oh, great, you know, I have if... to wear my suit now? Or would those meetings be more interesting when you have pyramid head jason Voorhees over there in the corner your boss michael myers going
1: all right gang we right. got this Look, safety <laughs> but let's be realistic though like if that was going to happen like for the independent like small like restaurants sure they'll let anybody dress as they want but if it's like mcdonald's you know they're going to have like hey you're going to dress up in your costumes but you're going to dress up as like ronald mcdonald's <laughs> like and i guarantee you mcdonald's is going to see either a weird increase in business or a huge decrease in business because now all their like people working are dressed as little ronald mcdonald and who really i mean you know what they'll
0: increase my business going (laughs) there if that is the case i mean they'll probably increase their doordash business because everyone's gonna be like fuck i can't go see that clown again man
1: (laughs) just walks up as a clown dressed.
0: i think there would be a lot more ronald mcdonald's running around town because people would be like I got a TikTok me being Ronald McDonald against Ronald McDonald <laughs> and then and then there's going to be the horror people they were like I got it pennywise this but up you but again Costume Spring but hold Safety. On, hold on, we're still thinking, we're still thinking it's small
1: scale. Because you know it's because since they're all gonna have to dress as their mascots, <laughs> you know there's gonna be a war between who's creepier, so <laughs> oh, yeah. McDonald's, and the Burger King King. Oh,
0: it's gonna bring it back <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, and then everyone's the gonna King. be dressed as either like medieval doctors with the long like face masks and stuff like that, <laughs> or creepy clowns <laughs> wearing their balloons on their face and stuff like that. Like, I want this to happen now. This so, needs to be there. And then there's going to be Wendy's be like, we can't make people dress as Wendy. Right.
1: <laughs> like, so, that's like, a little unfair. See, so, and then, but Taco Bell would be hard because they would either Ooh. have, so they would either have to literally dress as a bell or just as the first mascot, the Chihuahua dog, and then at that point you might as well just get the audience from the View. <laughs> 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 Outdated View joke, only on the Core podcast because we're that original. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it was fucking dumb.
0: Hey, you know what? I feel like
1: it was original all the way up until that point. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I, what would have, what would have been a better audience to go? I, I don't know who who has it coming. I don't know. That's a good yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Apply it to whoever you feel is appropriate.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, I feel like there's so many now. I mean, the wrestling scene is just... God awful right now right. with everything, right. and then there's everything going
1: on with J.K. Rowling, <laughs> and then oh, yeah. which which shout out to uh, uh, Stephen King to, to Stephen King and also to our Lala and Gigi for covering and touching on that on the latest punk rock half hour power yeah. for LGBTQ episode. Um, I did so I just uh, fucking yeah. it, it, it's what I said man like it, horror is the best fucking medium ever because J.K. Rowling go fuck herself. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I mean, I, I, if, if that upsets you, I, I'm sorry. i sorry. I I mean, I'm not sorry for upsetting. Yeah, I'm not sorry for saying that to her, but I'm sorry that it upsets you. Um, it's how I, I know, truly man, feel. It, I, I feel herself. like
0: our listeners at this point know we're hard pro-LGBTQ. If we're going to say tell someone who's anti that, go fuck themselves. So, like, right? you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they know we're we're very excited. Nah, uh, <laughs> and,
1: uh, and we're really pro we're anti-hate and besides like like, <laughs> like, every, like every other pessimist likes to point out she's already got her billions from everybody so uh, what does yeah, she fucking yeah. care if I'm just one other dude telling her that she can go really fuck herself with yeah women. exactly so, I mean I it guess makes that, us feel better yeah but whatever <laughs> like watch I'm gonna walk out of your house and like J.K. Rowling's just gonna be standing in the street and be like I heard you talking shit <laughs> <court.">
0: <laughs> all I would be like all I know is I would be standing at my door going are like, you're my fucking neighbor.
1: What the shit? <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not. I'm JK Rowling. I actually have an alarm that goes off anytime I'm talking shit. Anyone's talking shit about me. I know <laughs> just, exactly where they are. Can you just
0: teleport? <laughs> like, how'd you get here so fast? From England. In a pandemic, J.K.
1: (laughs) She does like a Harry Potter spell, and then we just interrupt and be like, "No, you charged (laughs) it!
0: No, stop
1: it!" Like the magic just blows up in her face. (laughs) So moving on to Dorothy, it's uh, talking about like a horrific ending to J.K. Rowling in my little story there. Yeah, uh, little tangent, but. Going on with the horror of everything yes. we're talking about that is also fictional, we're going to go talk about some what it, news that's happening in the horror this week. So, a uh, few interesting things that you might have already heard of, or maybe this is the first time you're hearing of it. So, we're just going to go over like five articles and talk about it. So, starting with <laughs> that, um, so Netflix kind of getting back up there on what got them so big, which is just like really kind of uh, focusing on like a good niche that worked for them mm-hmm. which was obviously bringing movies to people now yeah. they're actually learning now they're actually bringing more original content and actually trying to hear more what people are talking about what they want to watch and wanna yeah because their
0: original content has like gotten better yeah like i i honestly like it's gotten a lot lot better it's come a long way from house of cards yeah you know cuz that put really put their series on, original content series on the map even and then though that's happened and then taint <laughs> <laughs> god damn it get your cells together hollywood <laughs> jesus christ put it back in your pants yeah seriously <laughs> fucking consent <laughs> <laughs> you know then they came out with the marvel series and everything like that was top notch yeah i are, i will argue they are all quality yeah, you know we've said our piece on Iron Iron Fist.
1: <laughs> like yeah, many, many I, times. I will argue. I will argue that show to a fucking oblivion. I swear. Oh, to God. I love it. I love that show. Like, like Jessica Jones is great and all, but fucking, I love Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Just, I, don't, I, yeah, don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't But I'm you going. know what I mean. Like, Anyways, and then they, but they had a dip. They definitely had a dip in content quality. So. Well, coming back to it with, like, mm-hmm. the original content they're coming out with. So, um, announced uh, today, and as and today I'm saying by the time we're reporting this, which is July 3rd, Netflix is bringing Hamish Steele's horror comedy graphic novels, Dead and Denia, to the small screen of, well, Netflix itself. Uh, adapting all these tales in the form of a 2D animated series, uh, Steele will serve as a showrunner of the upcoming series. So, uh, to kind of give you a quick image of, like, what this looks like, this is the very like Steven Universe type of like uh, Mm -hmm. art style. So it's oh, already, cool. its really got that comfort already there. Um, the series like has voice talents such as Zach Barrick, Kavitha, Emily Osman, Alex Brinkham, uh, Miss Coco Peru, Kenny Tran, and even Catherine uh, Kavari on uh, the set. Just to uh, you know name everybody who's going to be behind this. But Dead, uh, the, what the show is about itself is Dead of Denny is about a terrifying, uh, is about terrifying demons, vengeful ghosts, and mysterious magic. It is also about coming of age in a world that wasn't made for you it's a drama about found family identity and making mistakes still said in a statement i have always dreamed of making the show i needed as a lonely horror obsessed closeted gay kid and thanks to netflix and our ridiculously talented diverse and ray uh, representative writers room cr- room and crew we have shot way past my dreams into the wildest fantasy territory so uh you can expect it to some- come out sometime in 2021 um, if you want to know more about it i did- Definitely recommend that you check out. Uh, Blaze Disgusting's a report on it from John Squires, he did a really really great job and has uh, some great content to go with it. But yeah, it's yeah, it's, I'm excited. Yeah, it, it's gonna be. I mean, I, I'm for it, man. You know, I, I, I am. Know. Their their horror content series has been really really good. I'm, I'm just, well, hold on
0: <laughs> what i'm just saying I'm just say sabrina Depending was fantastic
1: a, yeah okay i can't i gotta hold eli against them though. i'm doing I'm ta- it i said series
0: it still counts i didn't say movie it still counts. i didn't say movies holding no they're series the series say their movies haven't been the best we'll the series have been good sabrina i'll argue hemlock grove is fucking fantastic okay, I, I think I that was pretty good
1: was Hemlock grove a netflix original yeah why do I... I always think it's, like, Amazon for some reason. No, that know.
0: was OG Netflix, though. That's oh. why. It was, like, around uh, when Amazon got like first yeah. started streaming um, American Horror Story. Oh, is when yeah, yeah. Came I remember out. that. Okay, you're wrong. Um, and then... <laughs> yeah. And then Lock and Key has been good. Oh, yeah. Like, good
1: horror series. I forgot. Okay, movies. okay, fine. Yeah, fine. Three, right fine. there. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> fine. i give it to you. Um, so... Uh, Going into Hannibal world. now. Okay. Lucifer. I got it. Even though that's a, that's that's a certain like, okay that's a certain Hold age. on. Like, Lucifer is only considered horror because <laughs> it's about the fucking devil. Okay. But I'm just saying, the that's, content I of know, the show different in my opinion. But hey, you know whatever, man. I guess Twilight's considered horror. Yeah. So, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> hor- I consider it horrible, but whatever. Oh. Now I'll go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Lucifer, whatever, man. I, I don't give a shit. I was just saying. <laughs> I'm not being forced to, to. Well, I was never forced, but I'm not, like, steady in a lineup to go see a premiere <laughs> of Lucifer. So, whatever. Mine's, my, my anger's a little biased, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. So, uh, with everything being remade, I mean, uh, I, I keep coming up with examples every time we report on something being remade, but yeah. I just... Get, keep in mind, this year is the year of shit that's coming out that's been remade, and that's going to be remade, and going to be talked about being remade, so more things that we're talking about... That, Especially because you know that's all that can happen. Well, <laughs> at least... Kind of a remake. So, uh, Tark, just jumping into it. So, there's going to be a Village of the Dam adaptation for television. So, kind of going into a little bit more, uh, The Midwich Cuckoos, the original novel that was inspired by Wolf, a realized Village of the Dam, and John Carpenter's 1990 horror film of the same name, is now being adapted once again, but this time as a series. Um, so, as reported and found out from a few sources from Bloody Disgusting itself, David Farr, the British writer behind The Night Manager and Hannah, is developing 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 an eight-part adaptation of John Wyndham's sci-fi novel for Comcast-owned European broadcaster Sky Deadline Reports. Mm-hmm. Um, going into the article a little bit on more from Bloody Disgusting there's a quote as well uh, talking about it saying, Winham's, <coughs> Winham's 1957 story centers on the sleepy English village of Midwich where a strange sequence of events uh, culminates in communities with uh, women falling pregnant with alien children with glowing eyes and otherworldly powers. The remake itself is housed at ITV Studios uh, back to Route 24 which is run by Arlington Road producer Mark Samuelson and Snowden Productions, the sister company of Bronte Film and Television, which produces, uh, well, sadly enough, J.K. Rowling dramas, including The Casual Vacancy and Strike. So, depending on where your ethics lie with that, um, you know, I'm kind of struggling with it, too. I mean, one, I I was never a Village of the Damned fan. Like, I appreciate it for its its cultural significance, and especially its significance in horror, but with just, I don't, like, where who's producing it and who, you know, the fact that they've helped with J.K. Rowling before, that's that's definitely kind of, you got to be, like, a specific thing. So I, I'm not going to make the, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to, to not watch it, but <laughs> at, at the same time, if you are open to it, you know, just if you've been to all the other remakes, I will tell you, get, keep, keep an open mind to it. I mean, it's Village of the Damned. It's one of the few franchises of horror that, like, haven't been touched on since, like, maybe a Simpsons episode maybe
0: yeah I don't know so yeah it's been, mean, a, it's been a while I mean there's been like village terrible village movies since then but
1: not really village of the damned yeah, I don't think so. I don't know, man. It's, yeah. show
0: it's, us how much we followed the, that series.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's it's just it was never one that really caught my attention. Like I just mm-hmm. it's not that it was ever bad. I never thought it was bad. It was great. It's just it wasn't. It, it had a hard time keeping my attention. Yeah, like it's just not still, our thing. It's just not our thing. So, but yeah, yeah it, 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 there's not much else known about that. So, just we'll report on it if if we find any more articles about it or as we hear. Um, but. On to more things a little more exciting. So with Scoob coming out and kind of bringing a new light to the series, regardless of how you feel about the voice acting and that, you know, it's it's probably one of the longest, if not the longest-running cartoon series, uh, ever. I mean, started in the '60s. It definitely, you know, hit a bell with us with its movies and its new, you know, style, especially mm-hmm. a pup named Scooby-Doo. And then now it's you know hitting a new generation too. Like my kid loves Scooby-Doo. Like she actually loves the show and will watch it. What do you doing? Where yeah. are you, Scooby-Doo? Yeah. No, what are... Same with Audrey. She loves it. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Uh, Things that are kind of really exciting about this, though, is that uh, the gang is going to team up with a new horror icon uh, to battle evil pumpkins and DC's <laughs> own Scarecrow in the new animated movie, Happy Halloween, Scooby-Doo. And, and uh, again, this is one that I'm kind of surprised that hasn't been done before, just because like it it's kind of like, oh, yeah, why didn't you yeah. like, team up with this person before? Um, but it, it's, it's kind of, I'm glad it's happened now, but they're teaming up with Elvira. Elvira? Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: actually our our one movie
1: Mistress of the Dark. That's also weird for Elvira to be fighting a Batman villain. Well, check out the voice cast, man. It's going to have Frank Welker as Scooby-Doo, Greg Griffin as Daphne Blake, Matthew Lillard himself as Shaggy, Nice. Kate McCusey as Velma Dinkley, and the film will also star the one and only Cassandra Peterson as Elvira, of course, and Bill Nye himself. So, uh, the film was written produced and directed by Maxwell Adams and it's uh, you know well since it's going to be Happy Halloween it's probably going to be a release date in October yeah but uh, <laughs> you know it's it's uh, maybe be s- early November it's kind of sad, <laughs> but it's something wholesome I really look forward to I'm really it, excited about it and it's uh, and Matthew Lillard is Shaggy and it's Elvira, and it's just it, it's, it's it's just sweet man the sci-fi yeah. wire has already shared the trailer for it um so if you want to look it up right now you can view it but it's like I said they're, they're even going against Monsters, Pumpkins, and DC's own Scarecrow, so... uh, It's a weird pairing. I mean, they've had Batman and
0: Robin and the Super Friends. No, I know, but to have a Batman villain in a movie without Batman...
1: And he's only showing up for Elvira, Elvira. Who wouldn't, right? Uh,
0: yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in news that because we kind of uh, because we did give him some love before, and we do want to report on them because they are actually a good developer that we enjoy here at the Punkogor Podcast. <laughs> uh, Tripwire Interactive's Killing Floor Two will now become available for free. Well, uh, in uh, for a week at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 On uh, the, the Epic Game Store. So, yeah, I know. that Kind of approached that with a little, eh, you know. You, it's already but on Steam with a handy 67% uh, uh, discount on it right now. Uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One and Killing Floor 2 will be free from July 9th to the 16th, just to point that out, too. But also, just anybody who did get like the Epic Game Store, you're now going to be able to actually jump on the Killing Floor 2 train uh, that's been around for, well, actually four years now. Yeah, um, do
0: it. It's a fucking great game yeah it,
1: it's so much fun it came out in 2016 and we've talked about this game it's a very left for dead-esque type of game mm-hmm. uh mixed with like cod, COD zombies, zombies yeah. as if you would you, you, there's gore there's blood there's uh, over i don't know probably like 80 weapons at this point yeah well over that yeah i don't know there's like there's what
0: 10 almost 10 classes yeah Close to 10 there's classes like 10 or 12 classes yeah, yeah and then each one has at least 10
1: guns so, if, <laughs> if you haven't jumped on the Killing Floor 2 train, go ahead and do it. I mean, again, uh, if you're not in the Epic Game Store, it will be available uh, for, you know july 9th through the 16th so make sure you check that out uh in just yeah it's a fun game man like tripwire mm-hmm. interactive is one of those few game developers that will happily report on just because uh they know how to take care of their customer base it's one of the few that i will actually buy in-game content from because they oh, know because yeah. they've actually cared enough to put in the time to figure out how to balance it mm-hmm. especially i mean it's a co-op game so it's not like you know it's it's the, uh, the, you can do verses in it, but... Even yeah, the- there's not a whole lot of verses, like...
0: You're if you're going looking to do versus, like the the lobby, you might be sitting in the lobby for a bit, but like this even playing by yourself, if you're like a single single player person, like I enjoyed the game for I don't know two three years by myself. Yeah. Like it just pl- fine playing like that or playing rand with randos online. It's really fun. Yeah. Like it's a really great zombie shooter.
1: Yeah, it's it's, well, it's mutant a
0: mutant shooter. They're not really zombies.
1: Yeah, well, like we can counter. <laughs> yeah, they walk undead so They call them zeds. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Because they're deads. Oh, stupid <laughs> face. Uh, yeah, uh, so check it out. Uh, get on the game. It's fun. You're not going to regret it. I, I guarantee it. It's, it's mm-hmm. a pretty great ride. But to finish out on, on horror for this week, so more Stephen King news. Uh, Mike Flanagan says his adaptation of Stephen King's revival will be bleak and mean. So, uh, again, as reported from uh, Bloody Disgusting, which... They did a great job uh, just reporting on it. When he went to talk about it, is, he went on to say is, what I love about it, it's a return to cosmic horror, which I think is so fun. It's relentlessly dark and cynical, and I'm enjoying the hell out of that. This is just a bleak and mean and i and i like it for that i haven't gotten to end a movie that way since absinthia maybe maybe ouija um this one was a really fun piece of material for me because i got to be like oh yeah oh you want a dark ending okay cool get ready i will be very curious to see if they let me make it flanagan did add this in an interview when he was on uh <clears throat> told the podcast uh, that uh, Bloody Disgusting holds or no not Bloody Disgusting I'm so sorry I got my notes fixed up on that one um, speaking with the King cast this week I apologize Flanagan teased this in their interview with them and you know it's, it's uh, uh, just kind of exciting to see the more Stephen King stuff especially cosmic horror stuff is coming to the forefront I mean uh, we you know it's all about uh, the fact that like Eldritch lore is being tapped on I mean yeah Sabrina, I like that there's more coming out <laughs> kind of a little bit like a li- little off to the side here like sabrina basically is touching into that with mm-hmm. their third season um you know chilling adventures with that and the fact that we've had Prefla Prefla, pre-fla of game come out and I'm, really, yeah. and I'm saying Prefla in the sense that in the past few years it's not like we had a lot come out like this many and but no but they came out
0: with sinking city mm-hmm. um the oh my god literally cthulhu Yeah. Heart of Cthulhu. Uh, Call of Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu. Jesus Christ. Um, Call of Cthulhu came out. Yeah. Tesla versus uh, HP Lovecraft is a 26 shooter that came out, which is fun. (laughs) That's one of my favorite games. But, like, a lot of them. And then, like, a new uh, turn-based, like, XCOM-style game called uh, uh, Cthulhu Achtung or something like that. It's, like, you're I think you play as, like, the eldritch creatures and you're killing Nazis.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So I mean, man, uh, like it, uh, like there's been a real like love for. I mean, we <coughs> obviously did our coverage of it, too. So if you haven't checked that out, you should plug. Again, man, it's just really kind of exciting to to see that like cosmic horror is finally getting more touched on mm-hmm. uh, this time around. Uh, and keep in mind, uh, the book revival came out in 2014. It was published by Scri- uh, Scribner, um, and the novel focused on the relationship between a heroin addicted musician and a dubious faith healer with a hidden agenda. The minister is obsessed. With trying to find a way to communicate with his departed wife and child, but ends up connecting to a Lovecraftian horror. So, um, really exciting all around. And, and, and I mean, that's really kind of all we got for uh, uh, for news. But the last thing I'm going to touch on, though, is that we kind of talked about, was uh, Marvel's acquisition. And this was actually before we uh, started recording. Is we talked about Marvel's acquisition of. Uh, well, of the Alien vs. Predator series in general, and just Alien and Predator.
0: And I was so excited. I'm actually excited about it, even though I'm a little disappointed that DC didn't get the comic right. rights. Right, Just because... um if you if you guys haven't listened to it or not listened <laughs> um, read the DC crossover with uh, Dark Horse doing the comics like Superman versus Predator yeah and Superman versus Alien right right Batman versus Alien Batman versus Predator they're fantastic you should try and find them yeah. but like just because they had those like that's why I'm a little disappointed but I'm really curious to see like Marvel in them like see the guardians of the galaxy versus alien right holy crap i want
1: to see that <laughs> so, I, well i mean there's okay so a few things on back there one it's not i i hate to say it but like i see why they went with marvel instead i mean yeah And the end, though they had a great crossover with batman and, and an eh, one with superman uh, it, okay the it, alien
0: crossover with superman is my favorite like i think that was the best one
1: well but see that's what i mean it, did, it probably didn't pull in enough money yeah to warrant it still and so I made this point that like Marvel is what their because they have their own studio mm-hmm. and because of the type of movies they make they could definitely make an over the top action you know Predator movie which that's what the most recent one was and nobody likes that mm-hmm. but I bet they think they could probably put do it with a more horror aesthetic to it that would probably garner more money or if they can make a series with it it'll be something to garner more attraction to fucking uh you know disney plus yeah if not that then uh, the point being though is Um, i hope they actually take it on the more horror route
0: yeah like i really do i want to like i really want to see marvel's take on horror because like i mean their trailer their first trailer for venom showed the potential that they could have doing a horror movie.
1: Well, and, and they... Well, we would if they came out with The Runaways, but... Yeah, we, I know. We, we get it. I mean... Or New Mutants. Or, yeah, New Mutants. Or, no, The New Mutants is what I meant. Not The Runaways. Sorry, because Runaways is not... Yeah. Runaways is on ho- ho- Hulu. But it's not horror. <laughs> it's good. It's a
0: lot. <laughs> But yeah, no, I know what you mean. That they came out with New Mutants was supposed to be a horror movie, but like, yeah, I, I really do want to see Marvel's take on it because they, I, they've done good with action, they've done good with comedy, yeah, okay with drama. Like, if it's there, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I guess you could kind of argue Iron Man three. Like no, 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 not
1: at all. I don't I'd know. fucking Logan.
0: Yeah, well, that's not even Marvel. That was Fox.
1: I'm counting it. (laughs) Um,. So, uh, point being, though, is that uh, uh, when in doubt, you know, it's it's Disney, so they'll do it up somehow to figure it yeah. out, but I still love the idea of just, like, a, a Predator movie with musical now in it, <laughs> just, like, like, as, like he's, like, like it's, like, a young Predator 2, who's just, like, like, wakes up, just, like, Whoa! and, like, his dad's His dad, predator, dad kicks down the door and is, like, go get scalping! <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's, because it's, it's Disney, it has to be more wholesome, than would be, like, oh. you know, like good morning son today's a bright day for scalping (laughs) (laughs) and so he's just like do I have to get the skulls And and so it's gonna be him like as a kid right so it's a Disney film keep in mind so they're going hunting and this is like the actual Predator movie <laughs> yeah. fucking watches his dad like just fight for the b- durian end because he actually thinks that like they so his perspective is the movie's perspective where they're like Arnold's just like oh my god he's hunting ghosts <laughs> right like so that's the one yeah. that we're used to but really it's just like it's like careful son we promised that we would protect these villagers from these drug lords oh, no, what is this, reinforcements? (laughs) I'll fight them, son. (laughs) And so he just sees this battle go out, right? And so, like, he finally sees, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, kill his dad. Like, because he thinks it's just the one predator, but really his son's been helping the entire time, so that's what we don't see. But his son doesn't get to his dad in time to save him. And so, like, sees his dad blow up, and he's just like, years pass, and so like now he's just like hanging in a tree and has like a little locket with his dad's picture right and so he's just like he's like I'll never forget dad and so like he just finally sees people walking and so like then here comes like the orchestra music and just like the simple just like playing like nice songs and just you know here it comes and it's just Am I a monster? <laughs> am I a hunter? I am killing. But is it for me or my family? Oh am my I God. angry or am I sad? Who am I since I lost my dad? <laughs> I don't know. Who am I? And he's just like scalping dudes, <laughs> like stabbing guys in the face, like fucking loading dudes with lasers. <laughs> and just like blowing dudes up at the like hands are flying everywhere There's spines being hanged up and he's just like he has like two heads finally like hanged up via their spine and he just like pokes through them like his hands between the two heads just like who am i <laughs> <laughs> who am i <laughs> i pay to watch that <laughs> you're welcome you you can uh you can send you can send me a paycheck Disney, you yeah. marvel whoever <laughs>
0: Oh my God! Well, this I'd
1: is pay, great. I'd pay for. I would go back to Disney Plus for that. Yeah, I'd go. I'd watch that. <laughs> Whoever the new Disney princess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Since the alien is now a Disney princess. Yeah. <laughs> so there,
1: could, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a queen. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so is there? Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta brush up on my predator lore. Is there like a king or queen predator or whatever? No, so, okay, so you have your
0: main predator colony. Right. And so they're all different oh, colonies so it's like of the Mandalorians. predators. Yeah, okay. yeah, basically. Because okay. there's all different types of predator colonies. And so they're all hunt, Like, most of them are hunters. Got it. And so then they go and hunt, like, the biggest game. And then sometimes they cross paths with, like, you know they touched on it in predators they cross paths with different clans and they battle and stuff like that who's going to be the alpha clan and stuff like there's a really good series like uh i think it's called blood and stone yeah that's all about the giant battle of clans between the predators and stuff like that oh totally yeah it's dope (laughs) man you should do it. The yeah, well. AV, and also the AVP comics are fantastic. The one I uh, I just read, which connects Prometheus, which makes me super sad that they, you know they killed off all the engineers. Yeah. Um, but in the comics, like there's a predator hunting an engineer because it's the most alpha creature. Yeah. Like in the entire universe, and he like battles like predator or uh, other aliens and predators and humans and stuff. I mean, it's really cool. <laughs> that. That's
1: tight, man. Yeah. Alright, Well, uh, that—that's what's happening in horror this week. Thank you for uh, following along with my little tune there. I hope it inspired uh, (laughs) some sicko out there. You. We've got to get someone to animate it. (laughs) I'm I'm hoping to do it. Freddy might. I'm hoping hoping Freddy Freddy. hears that. My Freddy. It it is just like I'm totally making this a thing. (laughs)
0: Like
1: I I, I hope so, and and I really hope. yeah, I just, I just, oh no. oh, I don't know. I think it'd be great. I'm just glad that I did that on the spot. I'm not gonna lie. To yeah, you. I know. I was impressed. Thank I was you. Like, Damn, Thank yeah, you. That was good. See, <laughs> see, I watch enough Disney to have an opinion to not like Disney. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't okay. say you
0: had to like Disney. Okay. But speaking Put of. Put your hands up. <laughs> yeah speaking of disney plus and also we just talked about netflix and the netflix content let's talk about streaming services because that's what we're here to talking about and how it can benefit like how it can benefit and also uh, hurt horror or like is it be- can it help horror and stuff be- like that can it though but before we talk about can, can it? how streaming yes I think it can I believe it can. No no no. So we're going to talk about it. So that's my opinion, but before we get there I got to talk about a little bit of the history of streaming. And so here's a quick uh, quick little brief history of
1: like how streaming came to be. So so, so you could say that you're going to have to start from episode 1 and br- rewind to talk about the his... Okay, I'm sorry. I was going to try to pun that. That was reaching for, even for me. I, I give up on it.
0: You know... We could have just done this over Skype.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm already too invested into driving up here, so this this way. But I guess I'll go home and we'll continue on Skype, Cody. Now, don't support me in my terrible joke. We'll ju- I'll just go home and I will go on Skype. and We we'll record the last half hour of this, and Leo's gonna be like, "Why does it sound weird for the first half and then sound weird for the other
0: half? Why does?" does match
1: up? And I'm going to have to tell him because I made a terrible, terrible <laughs> joke. And I didn't even make the joke. I gave up on it halfway. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back. And then I'm just going to have to just let my pride die in front of Leo like yeah. this. You, you really happy with that, Cody? I can live with it. I agree with your methods, but <laughs> damn it, I love the results.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <right>. so, streaming. <laughs> 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 um. So, a quick, quick little history stream. So, we have to go all the way back in time to nineteen sixteen, where radio broadcasts outside of military and maritime was used and maritime. Um, was used in 1916 when Wisconsin used Morse code over radio waves to tell weather patterns and would evolve exponentially over the next few years into regular broadcasting. And around 1920, U.S. Major General George O. Squire found and perfected a way to transmit and distribute signals electronically to reproduce sounds. A decade later, Squire formed the Muzak, which... Everyone will know music. Music will never go away until the end of time, because it is our elevator music, that is our lobby music, that is all your on hold music. What is it? Musac.
1: No, no, no,
0: Or like Musac. Yeah. So General Giorgio Squire is the creator of our elevator music. Wow.
1: (laughs) The true horror of everything. Like, but is I don't know, man. I mean, I. Well, it's not like, how is this music still used for like hold music though? Like, cause every time i put on hold, like it's just some like, well, no, like, like radio like the, song. Yeah. Like well, back, back then. In the like, the, I, doo, 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 doo. I just, like, I think it's <laughs> kind of like a mind blowing moment that I'm having right now. Because it's just like, I've always listened to that music. And I was just like, I, I just, it was just kind of something that just like played in my subconscious because I hear it so much that I never thought that it actually belonged to a human soul. Yep. That that a human being <laughs> makes something so monotonous. Yep. Like I never thought. Like I sound so mean right now, but I'm really not <laughs> meaning to.
0: And it's just because he perfected how to transmit and distribute signals electronically. <laughs> yep. wow. so, so the elevator music that we listen to is the very first electronically produce sounds Um, and all day all the way back to 1920, and so July 1928, the first regularly scheduled television television service begins. But the progression of TV tech is hampered because the big wigs of the service didn't see the commercial benefits at the time, because there was st- it was still radio, right? You know, and they're and uh, just like the development of the internet and streaming, everyone was like, ah, it's just a fad, you know, like when right. DVDs were first coming out, ah, it's just a fad. Like they didn't see the progression of actual. Technology, But after World War II, more broadcasting companies popped up and more content surfaced for TV. And by 1962, about 92% of American households had a television set. Streaming text developed alongside the development of TV. So streaming text is your closed captioning, subtitles, stuff like that. So for the deaf, of course. Streaming in the modern era. Modern streaming didn't pick up until the 90s. Modern streaming has been around since the 90s. How so? Music, like Not, that's where it started off. I know, like, <laughs> but with, like, I mean, you know, like Napster, Apple, oh yeah, like, no, all those companies, LimeWire, I mean, like, whoever,
1: whoever was brave enough to get their computer, computer, <laughs> <aids>. <laughs> yeah.
0: But and then and this was the start of the downfall of like movie rental places and stuff like that. Was in the late '90s, Netflix dropped and it started off as a DVD mail-in service for those who are old enough to remember DVDs could get mailed to your house, Um, like from a streaming service and kind of like Gamefly and stuff like that started coming around. But then in 2007, this is when everything changed, Netflix decided to start streaming their content. And so that was the beginning of streaming content over, over the internet and everything. And then Hulu dropped the same year, 2011, saw Amazon Prime Video Service was dropped. And then, of course, more recently, I mean, there's a bunch in between. And then more recently, 2019, Disney Plus dropped. And then in 2020, HBO dropped its third revised streaming service because they had so fucking many. But HBO Max came down. So just to go back to the cold open, I quoted James Gunn. um, And that was uh, in an interview when he was talking uh, for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was coming out. Yeah. and they asked him about you know like what his what's his opinion on it was literally his opinion on netflix and i agree with that because um for me uh i had a couple pros and cons that i put out for streaming i'm pro streaming um uh, because uh in my opinion you only i mean you only have to pay one price for basically never-ending content or let's you know pay for a subscription so you have to pay every month and then content yeah. creators like they have a potential to reach millions of people to watch their content right you know like by getting get, getting their content on these streaming services um there's something for everyone like there's on netflix that you know there's a bunch of horror on there there's a bunch of comedy same with hulu amazon prime hbo and stuff like that and then um, of course there's horror subscription services like Shudder. um and then the price for a subscription is actually cheaper than going to the movie movies like i pay 16 bucks a month for one subscription service i go to the movies one time and it costs me upwards of like 50 (laughs) bucks and then again just like what james gunn said there's a chance yeah you might not even like the movie and also it can give a second life to a series or movies like for instance we talked about lucifer earlier it's gotten second life on netflix by being a netflix original now and has been able to get renewed seasons
1: so, so a few things first here, like, <clears throat> when it comes to horror, it's been around for fucking forever, yeah. we know that, but it's also been on streaming services for just as long. Yeah. Because if we really want to get, like, into the thick of it, technically, uh, War of the Worlds was... Yeah, I was going to say, George R. Wells' <laughs> War of the Worlds was the
0: first, like, big, major horror thing. That
1: wasn't vastly <laughs> like, different in context, yeah, like, no, like, y- you could argue the subscription they were paying was their electric bill, but... I, I mean, no, but like, like, even that's like reaching as an example. But point being is this like, yeah, it was. Well, like, no, was that's an the history. De- <laughs> you know, yeah. we're talking about the history of but now it. and now it's on on-demand streaming services, which mm-hmm. is you know that significance. But coming, you know, with that in mind, though, man, is is that one thing that I want to point out that makes me lean towards streaming services. But I think is kind of hard mm-hmm. to you know argue against it without being biased is that we grew up in a generation where theaters got bigger. You know, it it was. Oh,
0: we did. We're like going to the theater was a thing. I mean, back in high school, like fucking it was like I used to have a monthly time where all of us got together every month and went to the theater and went out to dinner. Then we went and watched a movie or we watched the movie. Yeah, it was was date
1: nights. It was family nights. It was, you know, it was hanging out with friends. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. That was always the perfect first date was going to the movies. And unfortunately, with the rise of the theater, we saw the fall of the drive in, which even though now we are seeing a surges of it, which,
0: <laughs> I I'm, wonder why. which I'm
1: super, super happy about. But so, I am too. It, no, I, I love the The Point it. being, though, is now streaming services are coming in, now threatening the existence of theaters, mm-hmm. and so when you see, you know, how the movie industry responded with the epidemic <laughs> yeah. by yeah. charging in-theater prices for movies, where keep it in mind, when you're paying 20 bucks to see a movie, you're not paying 20 bucks to see that movie, you're paying 20 bucks to also pay the the theater that is showing the movie. Yeah. Like, you're taking a portion, like, they take a portion of it, too. Like, the movie doesn't get as much from your ticket sale. No, Um, That's why they have to sell millions. Yeah. You know? Whereas coming back to a streaming service, there's not as much importance there. It's more how many people are watching, and how much of a revenue we can take from streaming services at that point. Yeah. Depending on the streaming services, because some do also make revenue via Sponsorships and all that jazz, but you know the other thing I want to point out about this, though, to add on to what you're talking about, is that it's. I will argue that streaming services are great for the indie scene. Keep in mind, I've never done an indie film, and Mm -hmm. so I don't know how some of our indie you know directors and people would be on here. But I feel, just from my perspective, it'd be greater because it's unless you are somebody who strictly goes out for indie movies or you go to like a theater that only plays indie movies. which are kind of few I mean they
0: had a small resurgence
1: over the last few years but they're still few and far between well A24 is one of the big companies that has made themselves from great indie flicks but you know that that aside is what I'm trying to say is like you know you would basically have to wait until the movie came out on DVD to Mm -hmm. watch it or you know via Netflix Um, so so now that like like, now that corporations like Netflix are wanting to team up with more indie projects and make more mm -hmm. indie stuff it gives a better chance to these people that have, you know, wanted to bring a film to the theaters, who are instead settling for a streaming services. Now, w- that part I can't weigh of how good a pros and cons it is, but I do think it ought- gives a more secure chance for people to actually watch your content. Um, yeah. Even though, again, keep in mind we've had directors on here who have talked about the struggle with that mm-hmm. too. So it's well, I uh, just say that's that's actually some of my cons because I did make
0: make some cons as much as I am pro-streaming. Yeah, so... Like, I was going to say, but, it like, sorry. But one of pro is pros, like, especially when it comes to, like, the movie, like, seeing in movies, how many times, especially, like, you and me alone, have we, like, seen a trailer for a movie and we're like, I'm going to wait for Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll wait to watch it on Netflix before, like and stuff like that. And, st- and, like, I mean, me personally, as much as I love going to the movies, like, we're also in a time where before all the craziness of this year has happened, like, I was in point, like, even though I was kind of comfortable with money, I still felt like going to the movies was super expensive when I was like, oh, I'll just wait for Netflix. Right. But, again, so I do have some cons. One of the biggest cons that everyone predicted was going to happen, and it's still a big issue now, and it's, like, it's, I mean, I know it's going to, like, collapse at some point about, well, it has to, but there are way too many streaming services to choose from. Yeah. You know? And so, like, because, like we said, we have your Netflix, you have your Hulu, you have your Disney Plus, you have your Amazon Prime, you have your HBO Max. And, yeah, you can, like, a lot of them are doing deals where you can combine them. Like, Disney and Hulu have a thing where you can combine those prices so you're not paying 15 yeah.
1: each. And with stuff like HBO Max, I have, like, a shit ton under their name. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know,
0: and they're going to do that same thing. And, but, like, at the same time, though, you still have to choose between, like netflix hbo max or amazon prime or hulu like there's still those choices but then you still have apple tv cbs i think still has its own streaming service dc universe has their own streaming service at the moment for the time being but like there's still a bunch of shutter crunchyroll like there's still a shit ton of them and it's like and if you want and then like you know you have to like pick and choose because content exclusivity can ruin a service and makes people pick and choose because and because of that it can cause the bill to add up to subscribing to so many of these services like yeah i love you know i love star wars and stuff like that so i want to be on disney plus and they have all the Marvel movies, but I also love a lot of the Netflix content because they have, I feel like they have a lot of good quality content. So I let them subscribe there and subscribe to who, you know, and that
1: adds up 15 bucks each a month can add up. Right. And then you also, and then at that point though too, man, what about the streaming services that are like slowly dedicated to like a genre yeah I mean, like shutter hutter yeah shutter, sorry you said <laughs> you said yeah. you said yeah, <laughs> you, said, I, heard you I heard you it? say the s and shutter and i was gonna follow up with a hutter <laughs> but i i couldn't process it i couldn't like say it as uh, as fast as i was wanting yeah. to process it you know yeah
0: no like shutter and like that's a great like horror exclusive thing but it's like it's hard to justify paying for just that when you're paying for everything else, and it
1: sucks because shutters fucking great. I mean, I I will still say that if you're a horror fan, you can you can afford it. It's like five bucks. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm not 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 being judging. I'm not being ju- legit. No, not being judging. But if the argument is, oh, it's too expensive, then I'm gonna say, dude, it's five. It's five bucks. You're probably paying like eleven for like. Disney Plus or like fifteen for HBO Max if you're on that. Netflix is now like what isn't Netflix like ten or eleven now? No, it's fifteen now. Oh, okay. So even then, so there, but yeah. f- so Shutter. But yeah, it's only still, five bucks. It's only a five dollar add on if you have an Amazon Prime account. <laughs> I didn't know it was that much of a concern to you. But yeah, Jesus. Who are you arguing? Who hurt you? <laughs> so many people, Cody. So many people. But yeah, but no, really, I think, you like, was just the older lady at the checkout. <laughs> She would just not see my point of view. <laughs> I'm sorry, but then going back to
0: you know our indie directors and our indie creators on uh, that we've had on the show and stuff. That's also like one of the cons for one of the biggest cons for them is there's so much content on these streaming services. It can be really hard for them to get their content seen. While they have the potential to have millions of people watch it, you know they have it's still like having to get. Word around, because uh, like you know, Netflix of course when it's coming out with its own content, like it's a, a Netflix original series, it's gonna have trailers for it. There's something you know you're gonna see commercials and whatnot for them on online and whatnot ads for these movies and shows, yeah. and then of course you're gonna see them on Netflix. Of course you know it's like here's the top ten things people are viewing, and it's like here's our Netflix exclusives, you know, so it's harder to get the indie stuff out there, but. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm still pro streaming service because I just think that's the way not even before the whole pandemic. I just feel like that's the way to go. And I feel like there's a lot of really quality horror on there. It's been so beneficial for horror because horror has this like way of touching all kinds of different ways and walks of life and has ways of showing it and i feel like with the access of the streaming services instead of having to like try and get your horror movie to it has to be like Jason Voorhees to get on the silver screen or something like that or it has to be a replica of Michael Myers instead of having to create you know that you can create your own and then stream it So I just, I feel like there's so much more content uh, of ability to see better quality horror out, like, because of streaming services and for people to get their,
1: get their stories told through these movies. Well, to even expand on what you're talking about, man, like even Hulu, like, has its own, like, dedicated series to work called Into the Dark. Yeah. Like, Which has been really, really good too. Like and, there's and, some good stuff on there. And like I ta- and I told you about it. Like one, uh, one movie that they just came out with at the time of this recording is called Good Boy, mm-hmm. and, and it's, uh, and it's actually really good. Like it's not terrible. Like it's definitely not my type of film. Like I think I know I'm not its demographic, but I enjoyed it still. Like mm-hmm. I for because it was really gory and over the top and like I just it was a good movie. Like they have one's called like Puka Lives mm-hmm. and Puka and then like another one that's basically an homage to grabbers. It's grabbers, right? The one it's the Irish horror film. Yeah,
0: grabbers. Yeah, where they
1: have to be like drunk in order yeah. to like Yeah, okay, it is grabbers. No, it's crawlers, that's it. So the one the Grabbers uh, is the Irish movie. Yeah, yeah, no, Crawlers is the homage. Is yeah. the one I'm talking about. It's a, it was written. It, it was an Into the Dark film from Blue, and it's yeah. it's the same premise for the most part. But I take it as an homage too to it. I don't know if it was intentional or not. But I mean, it. The streaming service is is a very iffy kind of like ground to navigate on I mean I'm for it if it is mostly being used to like actually bring in indie directors indie creators these people that have been trying to make their way into modern media and Hollywood but Mm -hmm. just haven't been able to like if Netflix or Shutter, or Amazon Hulu HBO Max or who have you can give them a shot and mm-hmm. they can actually, you know, prove them, then great. I mean, A24 has done it. You know, they've done it with a lot of people that no one's ever heard of. I never knew of Ari Aster until Hereditary. Yeah. And then I actually looked into more of what Ari Aster does and, I, you know, became a big fan. Yeah. And so, you know, and that's what I mean, man. It's just, you know, horror is is this unique, awesome, immortal, elder god of itself that'll never die and it'll take on a life in, in on streaming services that we've never really kind of comprehended. you know. I mean, it's much more now uh, great the fact that we can just watch whatever, whenever we want, and have a ho- huge preal of what to watch. But that brings in the problem of what should you watch and when should you watch it? And if it's good enough, well, oh yeah, well, we are one of those shows that you tune into to find out. <laughs> <laughs> so keep it in mind, I, I still stand my statement that, if they're going to do this, they need to really focus on those directors, those people that know what they're doing in the indie scene, because Eli still frustrates the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm never going to let it go. There's so many plot holes with that fucking film. Like, I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. Okay,
0: man. Like, I, this is just, it's just like me with high tension. I will... No. No. no.
1: I, I have more reasons to hate, Eli, than you, I te- than you do High Tension. Mine, really? Mine's a whole section of a film. <laughs> Mine isn't just an end. Mine's a literal whole section of why the fuck did this never come up to begin with? <laughs> this motherfucking child has powers and it, now it's happening when his life's in danger? What yes. about the 12 other fucking times his life was in danger? No. like That wasn't we, good enough. Oh he wasn't God. bound yet. Oh, dude, and then it's so like... <laughs> It just, like, there's so many things that are wrong with it that doesn't make sense. Like, I'm just like, I, I'm not even a fucking Satanist and I know yeah. that I wouldn't want to fucking dick my kid like that. Like, I know Satan would want to dick his kid like that. Oh, you have to prove yourself? Fuck you! That was a what? good premise for Little Nicky. That was a funny-ass movie. Yeah. We, we got to see pineapples get shoved up people's asses, so... Especially the, Hitler's. Yeah, so fuck, <laughs> fuck off. Like, I just... Ah, uh, man, point being is... is uh, when it comes to the realm of streaming services, it's still such a new and uh, uncharted territory that we're just now making, you know, footsteps on to figure out what can actually be done with it and if it's actually a good thing for the film genre. All I can say is if it does lead to the end of theaters, as we know, it's, I mean, it's already taken out, you know, Blockbuster. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, then, Hollywood video. Dude, that's gonna be an interesting conversation to have when uh, kids ask us what was it like to go to a movie theater. Oh my god, I know, right? Dude, <laughs> uh, the, 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 uh, I sh- will, here's here's something I will say.
0: I'm just saying, with the world as it is right now, I can definitely see movie theaters just like, and like, and yeah, and it's literally gonna happen. I'm literally gonna watch like <laughs> my kids grow up and be like, "What was a movie theater?" And they're like, well, you see, it was when you paid. to go watch a movie we're about to watch right now for 10.
1: Yeah, <laughs> And there was a gamble that you would like the movie and there was a gamble you would actually be in a group of people that you actually wanted to be around or didn't mind being around. That's one thing I will yeah. give streaming services is that I never had to deal with a fucking douchebag lining up his yeah. goddamn vape in front of the screen down below. <laughs> so. oh,
0: and you never have to deal with the people who bring their fucking newborn to a horror movie. <laughs> oh my God, when me and my dad went and watched The Hills Have Eyes for the first time when the remake came out, fucking yeah. mean, someone brought their newborn in to yeah. see that movie. Um, man like what the fuck you couldn't have waited for that one to come out on dvd no they couldn't you know and it was also i think that was like just before netflix was coming out so it's like seriously yeah come on no you could have waited for dvd (laughs) well oh oh, man yeah so now i hope you guys you know educated you guys a little bit about some the history of streaming Hope you you, liked it.
1: Hope you enjoyed our our musical that we had. Uh, I enjoyed it. Thank you. That was my highlight. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll uh, I'll make a whole album if it's (laughs) requested. (laughs) <laughs> songs in the mind of horror brought to you by Matt and it'll be one of those like fucking commercials for it where it's just like me sitting on like and it's cliche so it has yeah, to be me sitting yeah. on the stool with the background in a suit and would be like and, holding uh, a corncob pipe yeah just like fading like, yeah. like camera shots and whatnot just like overlapping footage and just be like Am I the dream or the nightmare? I wonder they call me Freddy. What do I call myself when I'm alone? That's what I dream of, and yet I feel that nightmare. What does Freddy dream of? Other classics like I'll Get You, I'm Chucky. <laughs> and if I stab you, it's because I need your flesh to live. You you are my host that I wander after again Andy <laughs> Andy <laughs> That yeah that's the that's the earlier that one is Andy <laughs> Oh got so with the would the uh, Jason
0: Voorhees one be like my time at Camp Crystal Lake and it's just silent
1: <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's favorite a Friday night at Crystal Lake <laughs> it's just <laughs> Thank you. Or it has to get really dark and screwed up and it's just like a bunch of like teens getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> just but like but it's like one of those like crudely like edited together YouTube like vids of like when they like you know have politicians they are like singing they're, like Obama singing a song, you know, and it's like crudely edited together, so it'd be like Ah my throat I think I'm not gonna. Uh, I know. I,
0: I think I would rather have the Camp Crystal Lake sounds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just a faint and that the That is Andy? the sounds of Camp Crystal Lake. Oh yeah, that's true. Then, I'm sorry. So. I thought it would just be one. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, him and uh, Michael Myers is far worse. So. <laughs> 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 At, le- at least, at least Jason has something going on it is this. <laughs> you, you don't even want to hear Leatherface. So this is just a lot of yelling. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, Paul! <laughs> a, oh, get the hammer! Oh, 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 oh. You should try. You should try the left buttock. It is the meatiest. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking Leatherface's. It's a fucking dubstep song of his own noises that he makes, and fucking the crazy shit his <laughs> psycho like, family says. Hit her in the head again, Paul. <laughs> <laughs>
0: be great so it looks so no that would so be the death sorry.
1: metal one you know what that would be oh yes, it would have to be like you would have one. to be clean vocals with like like just like dull bassing in the background and yeah. just <laughs> like like black metal chord progression
0: <laughs> oh my god no it'd be like baby metal
1: these <laughs> to have seen don't waste your tears <laughs> it's a waste of pain and suffering <laughs> I'd pay for that. That'll be Butterball. Butterball, you remember? Cause remember oh yeah Jesus, yeah, <laughs> like, the butterball. Remember? Butterball's the only one that can be taken out with ceiling. Right. <laughs> Everyone else actually has to be taken out by the puzzle. This, <laughs> this dumb bitch has taken out by fucking two by fours. Yep. Just some, you know, insulation. You, I feel like like Pinhead probably
0: looked at him and then looked back at the people and was like he's adopted. This is why we changed your name to Butterball. Yeah,
1: this is why you'll never be truly one of us. <laughs> 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 oh man, alright. All right. Goals and gals, if you want to hear more sweet horror musicals, you can let us know by following us and liking us on Facebook, Punk Rock Horror Podcast, or on our Twitter, at OfficialPRHP, or on Instagram, Punk Rock Horror Podcast, hashtag PRHP Podcast. If you wanna follow me on Instagram, you can do that at the Undead Matt and request more songs for me to sing or, or make up on the spot, and I'll do my best to do that for you. I, I might just dedicate it to you if you if you actually shoot me a DM and, and ask me to do so. Um, that being said, if you wanna support the show in a financial way, please jump over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash core podcast. We have tiers available from two to eight dollars, each with their own rewards. Our $8 has a mystery box where we make your own very own customized box. That that is special to you with a note that is directed towards you. Thanking you and personalized for you. Filled with goodies and a mystery horror movie that we have recently reviewed on the show. Um, along with the fact that you can get content before anyone else. You'll get 50% discount on all merch. And uh, more, more goodies. Um, other news is, by hopefully by the time you're hearing this episode, uh, within the following days, we're actually going to have a new uh, shirt available on our Teespring. With the what? lovely, lovely Megan, our artist. She's so amazing. Uh, made a new image for us to put on a shirt and it's a, it's one that we've really excited about um, yeah. it's, it's definitely it's got kaijus it's got ducks it's got Cody <laughs> involved it's a, it's a whole thing uh, you're gonna love it and she did a beautiful beautiful job with it um, that in mind was, Sorry,
0: fuck that ducks fuck
1: that <laughs> ducks that in mind, we want to give a huge thank out thank you to our team at uh, the Punk Record podcast they have been uh, just been doing amazing lately with just keeping up with the hectic nature of everything going on um they've been uh fantastic at just responding and just helping keeping this ship moving so a huge yeah. huge thank Every, you to seriously everybody, everybody are amazing thank you so um, much uh, so yeah uh, freddie leo haley amaya um yeah lala aaron anna everybody um you're you're fantastic we love the shit out of you and so i uh, just want you to know that and give a huge thank you out to them um and thank you again ghouls gals, creeps and mutants uh for just hanging out with us and supporting us and uh talking with us sorry we didn't have a call in today uh hopefully we'll have one next time but with that in mind we uh, appreciate you hanging out with us and letting us talk about horror with you take care of yourselves and good night good night